Third of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use in part or full any portion of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dzinski's, also known as Master G, the Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Hey, welcome everybody. This is the Art of Relationships Radio Show, and this is your host, as always, Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan and relationship and sex specialist. Oh, baby. <laughs> How's everybody doing on this hump night, Wednesday, February 25th? Wait, yeah, it is the 25th. I had to think about that for a minute. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about maybe being and sharing a priority. What the hell does this mean? And I mentioned this. Uh, I had to go back and edit it on Facebook. This is, what do you do to make sure you're a priority in a relationship? Or do you look at, you know what? I don't need to be a priority. I don't want to be a priority. And I'm going to tell you that's going to cause problems down the road for yourself. And I'm going to get at that later on in the show. Um, But not only you being a priority in a relationship, for those listening out there, also not only for those currently in a relationship, married, whatever, but also for the single people out there, you need to look at maybe in a prior relationship, maybe you weren't a priority or maybe you were the selfish one and your partner didn't feel like a priority to you. So they dismissed you, right? So I want to make sure this is twofold tonight. Well, that's usually the case with me anyways, uh, that not only you allow yourself and you make sure you're a priority, but also that your partner is a priority and you do checkups on this. And this is somewhat of a follow-up to Sunday night show about, um, you know, being emotionally present. Are you there? This is part of it, but there's some, I'm going to add on to it. And you look at areas, how do you want to be a priority for one thing? I'm going to cover definitely, um, you know, the emotional aspects and also, ooh, what about the sexual aspects? Are you a priority sexually or do you always feel like it is about your partner? Me, being a man, believe me, you know what that's like? Always getting used, always getting just, you know, it's just about them sexually. What the hell is that? You know, women, what is with that? <laughs> I'm kidding. Big time joking around, right? I'm all about, you know, the physical, both emotional, physical, and sexual, being about each one of you, right? Can it be about each one of you, um, you know, a 50-50 split? Sometimes, you know, it might be 60-40, and then it swings to 70-30. But as a whole, you want to make sure it's pretty equal when it's done and said. Well, not done and said, with the relationship, hopefully not, but I think you know what I mean, and I want to make sure that, you know, on average, it is about you being a priority and also making sure your partner's a priority to you, because if not, ooh, we're going to get into that a little bit later, people. Again, this is I gotta stop saying that. <laughs> this is the Art of Relationships Radio. Give me a call, 586 212 4110.
586-212-4196. Okay? 586-212-4196. I have the live chat up as well. So please feel free. Give me a buzz or join me in the live chat with your comments and everything. If maybe everything in a relation, relationship, uh, your current relationship, or even in your past relationship, you know, I want to hear from you. What did it feel like? Or maybe you didn't even realize it. Or, you know what? Maybe it took a little bit to wake up from that and look at what you sort of look at maybe what you weren't getting and as I said numerous shows is one way to help people get maybe get over relationships and, you know heartbreaks and everything you look at you know and center on what you were not getting out of a relationship so if you learn you're not a priority you know you learn you're going to be a priority your needs are going to be important which are crucial however you know what this doesn't swing full spectrum that way. You also need to realize to give your all to that person if possible. And it gets a little more dicey, a little more complicated, of course, when there's kids involved or what happens when maybe you have a sick parent when we get you know older or whatever. We might have a sick parent, try to take care of that. And then you know, being a priority, it's very, very difficult. And this is when our heartstrings go in two, three, four different directions, right? We have maybe work, we have our kids, maybe we have a sick parent relative that we're taking care of, and our partner feels neglected. Or maybe you're in that situation now where you feel neglected and you're not important. And it comes to a point we can understand right to a point we can understand it we can you know empathize and be compassionate to our partner and understand yeah i understand why we're not a priority now and all this stuff however if this continues over a long term or even maybe uh, you know it's a you know a, a period of time i'll just say that not necessarily long 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 term but resentment's going to set in you're going to get bored and the ship will hit the fan, right? But like I said, I'm going to get more into that down the road. Now, you look at in your relationship or, you know, former relationship, did everything come before you? Did it? Did the kids, right? The kids... Maybe your husband, maybe your wife, everything came before you. Maybe, you know, you're working in a crappy job that you hate, whatever, but you're staying there, right? To be miserable because you put your family first. Ooh, you sacrifice because that's what it's like being an adult, right? Not only that, everybody assumes I'm talking about, you know, being the man. Yeah, I am my man, but... Priorities, you have to remember, we are talking about this in human sexuality class earlier today. The priorities in most situations are they're not gender-oriented or not gender-biased. These apply both to men and women. And there's going to be some women, right, that always puts everything, everyone else before them, and they're not a priority. They don't put themselves as a priority. Also, there are men out there, a lot of men out there, that also put everyone else, the kids, the wife, everyone else, as a priority versus themselves, right? And you're looking at, that's a man, that's being mature, not to think of myself. However, if our needs are not, you know, met once in a while. We're not treated as a priority, and we don't treat ourselves as a priority emotionally, physically, that it's it's sad. And you're going to, it's also going to lower your self-esteem big time, right? Now think about this. Um, how many people, and I get this from a lot of single moms out there, maybe, you know, it's different. You know, if, 
you're on a 50-50 parenting split, you know, one week on, one week off with dad or whatever. But a lot of single mothers that don't have a lot of help out there, maybe family is around. They don't have a lot of friends to help watch the kids, whatever. Dad's out of the picture, and you have the kids 24-7, right? Very, very difficult, and you have to work and all this stuff. So I hear this, you know, I ask, what do you do for yourself? Greg, I have no time. It's all about the kids, all about this. However, if it's all about your kids, all about everything else, you will be exhausted. You will be bitchy. Your patience level goes down the toilet, right? So you need to make yourself a priority that's very healthy. Again, that's not neglecting the kids, but making sure you allow yourself some enjoyment in life and make yourself a priority is very healthy. That rejuvenates your energy levels, right? It helps where you have more patience. It's crucial. And a lot of single mothers, they don't get it. You know, they they, they think it's selfish. No, it isn't. By you taking care of yourself allows you to take care of your kids and everything else, right? I don't care if it's a 10-minute bath, uh, just freaking laying down, listening to music, reading a favorite book once in a while. You need to make yourself a priority because this goes with both genders, not just the single mothers. Or, you know, there's single fathers, a lot of them out there that have, uh, you know, custody taking care of their kids too. So you look at, um, if you don't make yourself a priority, I'm going to tell you most often, no one else is going to make your priority either, right? And how many people out there that have a hard time making themselves a priority in their own life and in their relationship because of guilt? Oh, my God, it feels so selfish, right? Oh, my God, I can't do that. I feel guilty. I feel selfish. It is not selfishness when you view yourself as a priority, okay? And this is, when you mean priority, you know, time to yourself is one thing. But also, what if your partner makes everything else a priority? Everything else comes before you do. And there's a lot of resentment. I get couples in here. And again... I get complaints from men. I get complaints from women. And most often, it's pretty equal across the board where these complaints come from. You know what? Do you make each other a priority in each other's life? And you see their faces sort of frown. It's sad. You see their, you know, sullen eyes. Like they just got punched in the gut. It's not fun, right? And they look at... No, because that hurts. If you're not a priority in your relationship, you don't feel important. It hurts and it sucks, right? So, and you look at going back to the couples or, you know, not only couples, people that come and see me, they look at the situation that um, they're not a priority. And you hear these all the times. I feel... Now, I'm speaking as a client, okay, and it comes like this. I feel everything else is a priority over me. The kids are a priority. Your friends are a priority. Your hobbies, maybe you're playing basketball, soccer, softball. Um, You're going to dance, going to yoga, whatever. Or even, I hear this, even your TV shows are a priority, right? I also hear this, and again, this is from both genders, work, right? And this is a very difficult situation where, you know, work, I feel like you always work, and I'm probably guilty of that too, and I love what I do, but I need to have balance in my life as well. But getting back to this is, you know, if your kids are always a number one priority, in your friends. Maybe you're always talking to your friends. Always meeting up with your friends, but you're not meeting up with your partner. You're not doing stuff just one-on-one with your partner, right? Or like I said, a hobby. 
meaning, you know, it could be sports, dance, whatever, you know, maybe certain clubs, maybe you're part of, you know, volunteering for the the PTO, PTA, maybe the Lions Club, Kiwanis, whatever you're into, right? Those always tell, oh, I got this meeting, I got this. Everything is a priority and more important than your partner. Or maybe, you know, you feel that way and it hurts and it sucks. And pretty soon, how long does it take before maybe you've had enough? You're understanding you're great. You want to be a loving partner, loving husband, loving, you know, wife with all this situation. But I'm going to tell you, it's going to come. It might not be now. It might not be a month from now. It could be a year, whatever. And I get couples, they shut off and they look at, we've been having problems for 13, 14, 15, 16 years where everything else is about you, the other partner. And they don't feel like a priority. And then it gets to a point where, you know what? I don't want to have sex with you. I don't even want to be around you. I don't feel like you give a shit about me because everything else becomes a priority. And not only kids, friends, hobbies, TV shows, you know, I'm just giving examples or even, you know, like I mentioned on work, I'll get to that in a minute. But also, what about other extended family members? Parents, we talked about that, you know, if you have to take care of them, not only that, but what happens if you're always making decisions? Oh, I talked to my mom and dad, or I talked to my mom. They think this is a good idea that we do this. And you're like, how come you didn't come to me first? See, you're going to everybody else, or maybe family members, extended family members. Maybe you're showing more of an importance and more emotional connection with them than your partner and they feel left out or you're like you know why don't you just live your life with your mom or live your life with your dad if you're going to consult with them versus me first right how many people are in that situation and sort of get where i'm talking to right so give me a shout out 586-212-4100 Nine six, And I said, I got the live chat up. So give me your comments. Hit me up with your questions. Or maybe, you know, how long did it take you to realize that you were not a priority, say, in a prior relationship? Or maybe you're in a situation where you don't feel like you're a priority now. And I mentioned, I'm going to talk about work situation and this is huge, and I, I hear this not only from women. You know, the majority is women when it comes to work situations versus men, but there are men too where I hear this. You work too much. Then they look at, well, I want this nice house. I want this for the kids. I maybe want to stay home. And then there's a complaint about the working too much. But they got to work too much to afford all this stuff. And they want everything. And it can't, you know, well, okay, we can sell the house, get a smaller house, cheaper house, cheaper this and that. Oh, no, we can't do that. Well, then you need to quit your bitching and look at what is important to you. And you also have to realize the way the work life is nowadays, especially in factories, um, you know, not only in factories, you're talking white-collar work, workers and everything else, both blue, white-collar, they might not have a choice, and this is so difficult. You know, I've had someone, uh, you know, a couple in here talking about, you know, had one day off in 16 weeks. Not 16 days, people, 16 weeks. One freaking day off. And it was like, you got to do this or you're fired. Now, what do you do? You know, and sometimes trying to find another job and all that might not be as easy as you think out there, especially in Michigan. Um, Man, I think it's almost like that in other states, too. Some worse than others. But, you know, they're paranoid and trying to take care of the family, whatever. And you look at 
And that's why I said work and being a priority versus work, it's a touchy, touchy situation. And when you do, you know, if it's mandatory hours, a mandatory shift change, whatever, and you can't do a damn thing about it, and how supportive can your partner be with this? It's very, very difficult, okay? And we got a... Ooh, someone joined on chat, and I appreciate it very much. It looks like, okay, I feel now that I'm making myself a priority to me. I feel like me again. So awesome. And I'm going to get on that very much, and that is awesome because a lot of people will, you know, when they make everyone else a priority, they tend to live in their life for everybody else but for themselves. I'm all about doing things for your spouse, partner, you know, kids. However, then you lose your identity. I hear this probably more so on average. Women, it occurs in women than in men, but men too. You know, I work, the kids, family, obligations, you know, I lose myself, but I do hear this more in women. I'm not saying it's, you know, I'm not bashing, not at all, but I want women to be able to feel like a priority and have their own identity outside the kids, outside of being a wife. And same thing with guys, outside of being a dad, outside of being a husband. Do you have your own identity? And this is cool because on chat they also mention that my spouse made me a priority, but I didn't make myself one. How common is that? Those are awesome. Thank you for your insights. And it's so true because a lot of times, and I do, like I said, I hear this from majority women, but there are men out there where, you know, I hear this, right? I didn't make myself a priority. And then down the road, guess what happens? And we're going to get into this in a little bit, right? Now, it's time for a break. (laughs) So I'm going to take a couple-minute break as usual this time of the show. Thank you for listening. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. I will talk to you in a couple minutes. Thank you. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has hand-painted, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She's sitting on the dirt-ridden floor in her formal wear. And with one look, I swear she kills me. She's loud as hell, unembarrassment. One crazy bitch, but she's lovely. And she's addictive, my nicotine. The one from my dreams in the morning. And she's vindictive, she makes me wish that girls like this came with warning. And we drive each other absolutely insane. But it would be a crime for us to stay away. So I sick of me. Can I have this dance? They're wrong for a mess and a spiteful little connection.
fight for little connection Will you take my hand and we can pretend So I sick of me Hey, welcome back. That was Skyway Traffic. Honest people don't hide their deeds. How many of us want to hide our skeletons that are still lingering in those deep closets? Maybe they're not that deep. Again, that was Skyway Traffic. Honest people don't hide their deeds. Check them out uh, all over YouTube, okay? Welcome back. This is Greg Dzinski, and this is the Art of Relationships Radio. Welcome back. Thank you so very much. And talking about what? We are talking about, you know, being a priority in your relationship and also being able to treat your partner, and make sure they're a priority in your life, too, in the relationship that they feel that they are a priority as well. And as many people know, the way I'm talking, I I sound like this is easy, and it might not be. When we get busy, we all get stressed. Um, You know, shit happens in the world, and it's very difficult to maybe do checkups to make sure a partner is... You know, feeling important that they're a priority. And maybe another thing is ask. And I talked about this Sunday night uh, about, you know, are you there emotionally? Do a checkup. Do you feel like you're a priority to me? You know what? Do you feel important? Do I make you feel important most of the time, right? Can we do it 100% of the time? No. But if we can most of the time, terrific. So do a weekly checkup, right? You know what? Do you feel important? You know what? Am I meeting most of your needs? So what would it take for you to be a priority, right? What would it take to make sure that you're a priority to yourself as long as your partner, your partner or your spouse, whatever? So as the individual on chat mentioned, you know what? My spouse made me a priority, but I didn't make myself one. So, clue me in. Is that confusing? If my spouse is making me a partner, or priority, sorry, but I'm not making mine one, what the hell does that mean then? Does that mean, okay, my spouse is making me a priority, so what do I do about myself, right? Ooh, very, very, could be confusing statement but does that mean you maybe your spouse is making that but they have their own identity but maybe you are not making yourself a priority meaning all hobbies everything else revolves around your spouse so you're the one even though your spouse is making you a priority you go ahead and maybe feel guilty about this right So that means your needs, your wants get thrown away and you sort of flip it right back on, flip that script I mentioned about, you know, it's all about your partner, where they want to eat, where they want to go on vacation, what they want to do tonight, the weekend, whatever. All, everything revolves, your whole life revolves around your partner, right? And like I said, I'm going to get into that a little bit about the consequences, what's going to happen. So I want you, even if you got to write it down, right? Write it down so it's in your memory bank, right? Mentioned before, you write it, you can write it down, type it down. I don't care. It doesn't matter. By doing that, it gets it, the ideas out of your head, and it makes it more concrete, and it sort of makes it real. This is what I want. And not only writing it down, if you forget, shit. Go back to it, and it can change, like I said, what it needs to be a priority in your relationship, and 
for yourself in your own life, that can change, right? We have different priorities and how we want and what's important to us when we're, say, 20 years old than when we're 25, than when we're 30. We might have different needs as far as what makes us feel a priority, okay? And not only that, so what's it take for you to feel uh, like a priority in your relationship, people, right? What does it take? You know what? We're putting the kids to bed. We're not letting them stay up late because they whine, scream, whatever. And you know what? This is about us, and that makes it healthy. So do you treat your partner, you know, with the respect, common courtesy that, you know what, it is about us. This is what, you know, we were the ones that brought the kids into this world, even if it's a oops, <laughs> and you stay together, right? You're the ones that brought the kids into the world. Like I mentioned, it, almost every show, step families are a different ball game, okay? But you need to, you know what, make sure you're a priority and your needs are met, right? What else would it take, okay? Would you want, you know, after a while, we're talking about this in class today, do the text messages or phone calls, do they go down? Where, okay, you know, we're taking each other for granted. Do the text messages, phone calls during breaks, during lunch, whatever, on the way home, on the way to work, do they, are they done? Do, have they stopped? Would you like that again? You know what? I love you. Thanks for being in my life. You know, it sounds corny, but it's just, it doesn't take long to zip a text. Not when you're driving. Don't text and drive, right? Because we don't want you dead or somebody else dead. But, you know, simple text when you're at a stoplight, stop, sign, whatever. Or at work, during break, uh, when you're right before you leave your vehicle to walk into your place of work. Can you send a text? You know what? I love you. Thanks for being in my life. Something simple as a reminder that they are a priority, they are important to you. Would you want your partner to do that? Would you want your partner to do that? And uh, flip that around. Do you also do that, right? And one thing, if you're doing that all the time and your partner is not doing it back and you want that, that means what? You're not making yourself a priority. Maybe you need to speak up. Maybe you need to demand it. Well, Greg, I don't want them to do it because they feel like they have to. I agree. Very pathetic, right? You want them to do it because they want to do it. Now, if they don't make you feel that way, right, that it is important that they want to do it, ew. hold on. We'll get to that in a minute or two. <laughs> so, you know, do you spend time? You know what? We always make to... Holy shit. I'm sorry. I lost my kind of my concentration. There was another text. I kind of like to text, text, meet me behind the party store with no clothes on. Oh, my God. That's freaking hot. What a freak. But you got to love it. <laughs> what about if it like winter now? You're going to freeze freaking. You're going to freeze your genitals and nipples off, people. <laughs> well, or unless you got a warmed-up car. Ooh, wouldn't that be fucking hot? Okay, <laughs> so that is crucial. And you look at, um, you know, making, you have to prioritize. You have to look at what is important, what it's going to take to make yourself feel important in a relationship, right? Can you stand up? You know what? This is important. I hear this. Greg, you know what? I don't want them to force me. I don't want to have to make them do that. I agree. Then that tells me maybe your needs aren't important for one thing, and maybe you're not demanding you being a priority in your relationship. Ah, but but if I stick up and you know demand this, whatever, that, uh, then what happens if they don't do it? Then you have a choice to stay in that relationship or not, right? And there's a difference, right? Making yourself a priority means you are important. You're important to you. You demand respect, and you're showing yourself self-respect. 
very, very important and very, very crucial. Because if not, then you might feel taken for granted, right? Definitely not a priority or being important. Resentment sets in and your self-esteem and your self-worth will plummet, right? And then we start copping an attitude, or maybe in the process, usually we start copping an attitude, okay? Because what happens? You know, we're not getting our meats. We don't feel important. So then we become needy, right? We become very emotionally clingy, needy. Oh, my God, this, you don't love me, you don't. And that further pushes our partner away because that's, in a way, it's disgusting, right? We don't want someone that's so emotionally needy, right? Because that lacks confidence, and that's a turnoff. So you start being needy, and you start all this stuff, and it creates the big cluster fuck in a relationship, right? Yes, I did swear again. (laughs) But you look at, you know, if your needs aren't met, you do the spectrum. You start begging, pleading them to do that, and they don't. You know, what would it take to hold your own? Say, you know what? I deserve to be a priority. I deserve to feel important in a relationship. And if I don't get that, and uh, number one, you got to bring it up, right? You got to have the guts and you have a right. Remember this. This is part of you, like the text said before about, you know, didn't make herself a priority, right? She didn't make herself a priority, Now, I want you to make yourself a priority and demand. You know what? I demand respect. I demand feeling important and a priority in this relationship. And if my partner doesn't, I deserve better. Ooh. How many people would be scared shitless doing that? Not only saying it, but believing it and acting on it. It's huge. Two different things, right? You can say it. You know what? I deserve this. But are those just words? And you're not going to take any action behind it, right? Very, very important, and it's crucial that you got to act on it. And that's part of self-love, and that's making yourself a priority in your own life, right? Huge, right? And I mentioned uh, at the beginning of the show, what about sexually, right? Is sex all about your partner, right? It's always about what they want to do, what position. Oh, my God, it's all about them getting pleased, if you will, in their desires and their needs sexually. However, whatever you want to do, oh, no, that's stupid. That's boring. No, why don't we do this? They always discredit you, right? That's being, is there, oh, hell yeah, sexually selfish, right? And are you, you know what? I want this to be about me. And if you, it gets to the point, and I get this all the time, Greg, My husband, you know, boyfriend, oh, my God, he always wants to do, you know, whatever, tie me up, always in uh, like a porno. And, oh, my God, I bring it up where, why can't we just have regular sex, make love regular? Not, why do we have to go through all these trapeze acts and everything? And I know the one individual text I said about uh, meeting behind a party store with no clothes on. I'm sure she's all about the <laughs> trapeze acts <laughs> and uh, all those uh, frills and thrills to kick it up with the whips and chains. <laughs> but you look at, um, you know, and I get this, that why does it always have to be a freaking exercise and about, you know, we have to do it this way, we have to do it that way. And if your partner is only about that, not into just connecting with you instead of the acrobatics or trying to do this porn act, this porn acrobatics, if you will, or act out this, you know, porn episode, I want to do it this way, always this way. And they're more worried about that than connecting with you. And you deserve to feel like you're connected sexually. That it is about you on both realms, emotionally and physically, right? You deserve better, and you have a right to demand, you know, sexual respect, and it's about you too, right? Again, it's about both of you, not always 
about your partner. It's not 100% about you. It's about both of you. And that's where it comes about sharing, right? And like I said, this is about being and sharing a priority. And that you're a priority in your relationship. And everything I'm talking about tonight is also you look at this yourself, but also you need to look within and say, you know what? Am I making my friends, my hobbies, work, TV, the kids a priority versus my partner, my lover, my spouse? Am I making my partner a priority? I want to cover both aspects, and I know a lot of people don't look at themselves as a priority, and it's crucial, okay? Even, and I talked Sunday night about are you there, right? Are you emotionally present? And this also goes into a priority. Are you making yourself heard? Are you making yourself, you know, emotionally taken care of? Do you emotionally take care of yourself? And do you, I want to say, make sure, right? Or do you bring it up to your partner if you feel like your emotional needs are not being done? Not being done? Wait a minute. (laughs) Are not being taken care of. There we go. That's better. But you look at, you know, can you do that? And do you look at, you know, are you the one always taking care of your partner, your wife, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever? Are you the one that's always taking care of their emotional needs, their emotional anxieties, and it's draining. Do they ever take care of yours? However, now, you as a priority, is it always about their emotional needs and not yours because you're a giver, right? And you sell yourself out. You know what? They're more important than I am. I need to be about that. Now, a lot of women have a hard time with this. Not all women, right? There's some freaking emotionally needy skank women out there. <laughs> oh, was that rude? Yeah, maybe. But anyways, <laughs> and I'm laughing. How rude. That's just me, politically incorrect. But anyways, there's a lot of you know women out there that hit on, you know, it's always about the emotional needs. They're the caretakers, right, in general, on average, that it's always about the emotional well-being and safety about the kids. It's always emotional well-being about the husband, maybe about the mom, about sister, about friends, right? But a lot of women, again, you have a right to feel like your emotional needs are important and crucial that they can be there for you like I talked about in Sunday's show right and a lot of people might have a hard time they feel guilty right oh my god I feel like it's all about me and I feel like I'm selfish if it's all about you I want you to do a gut check of course but a lot of times you know what maybe you're not making yourself a priority like the one chat said right didn't make yourself a priority that your emotional needs right to be there. I had a bad day, right? That your partner can be there. Oh, what's going on, man? That sucks. That they're there for you emotionally, and it's not always about them. So you need to demand it of yourself that, you know what? My emotional needs need to be taken care of, need to be a priority too. It's a give and take, right? You want to make sure each one's emotional needs are there, that you can rely on each other, and that you're safe and you demand that your partner makes it safe for you, right, to open up emotionally and vent or to just be there, right? Now, is the one always venting, always, it's always about them on a daily basis, right? It's always about them, and it's never about you. That's not good. And that is somewhat being selfish and being somewhat emotionally immature, right? Okay, so... As I mentioned, right, if you don't make yourself a priority, nobody else will. You'll start feeling taken for granted. Not only feeling, you will be taken for granted, right? So resentment sets in. Your self-esteem and self-worth will go down the toilet, right? And you will feel like you lost yourself. It's the way I get, Greg, oh, my God, I, I don't know what happened. 
It doesn't happen overnight. It's a gradual process. And sometimes it's slow. And sometimes it's a lot quicker. You don't even realize where you start losing yourself, right? And all of a sudden, your whole identity is, let's see, my spouse or partner, doesn't matter, right? My kids, that's my whole identity, And it's all about them all the time. What is it about me? And there's a difference between being selfish and it's all about you. But you got to remember and allow yourself and give yourself the permission that you're important, that you deserve to be a priority, people. Okay? And what's it going to take for you to do that and be emotionally supportive? They're huge. Definitely very, very crucial elements that you need to look at and make yourself a priority and also you know what do a gut check make sure your partner feels important that they're a priority to you right there's a difference between that and being selfish and not caring you want to make sure your needs are important and being met right that you're a priority and your partner wants the same thing by you guys doing this, both of you, and checking in, you know what, that, you know what, and am I making you feel a priority, or if, you know what, I'm sorry, it's been a tough week, I, I'm not excusing, and I'll try to do better, right, but you better do better, you better try, make the effort, because if not, it's just lip service, right, and we all know what that happens, right, lip service don't mean shit if there's nothing to back it up, so make sure that, You allow yourself, give yourself permission to be a priority in the relationship, right? And a priority outside of your kids, outside of work, outside of your family, maybe taking advantage of you. You get to set boundaries, right? That's healthy. And it's making you a priority, making you yourself important in your own life together These can intensify the relationship. If you both feel like you're a priority, huge, right? It'll intensify the emotional intimacy, and it'll intensify the emotional connection, and you guys can have fun, joke around, and it'll be a lot less stress, a lot. No one will feel resentful. Oh, my God, wouldn't that be a hell of a thing? If I could bottle it, sell it, I wouldn't be poor no more. (laughs) Again, It's important, and like I mentioned, to revisit sexually, right? If your partner feels like it's all about you sexually and about how you want to have sex or whatever, just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, or doing it, we always have to do it trapeze style or bondage. It's all always have to be an act that we have to go through all this stuff. And I'm going to tell you, your partner will what? Get turned off. Because they're going to feel like, oh, my God, i got to do all this to please them. What, when's it about me? You have a right to say it. You know what? I want this. This will make me feel important that you want to connect with me instead of just an acrobatic sex act, right? That you're trying to do as many things, whatever, instead of looking at the priority and the connection in your relationship. Right. You have a right to say, hey, no. Now, I wonder why you get turned off and say, oh, my God, I don't want to do this anymore, because it seems it's more about the, you know, the gymnastics routine or trying to trying to match or trying to mimic a porn hack that you guys saw versus the connection about you. And you have a right to speak up, say, no, you know what? I want it to be about me, too, and about us and feeling connected. And I don't feel connected doing this all the time. You have a right to feel that. And if your partner sort of relinquishes and doesn't like that, ooh, there's going to be shit hitting the fan. And you have a right to stand your ground because if you keep giving in, 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 right? resentment is going to build. You're going to feel even more like crap because you're selling yourself out. You want your partner to make your priority and that you're important, that the way you feel is crucial. It's huge, okay? So you have a right to feel this way, to feel important, to make sure you're a priority, and your partner does too, okay? 
Thank you for listening, people. I appreciate the individuals on chat, too. I will be back here Sunday night, and there should be a couple guests. And we're going to talk about maybe exes killing relation future relationships for you where we're getting a situation you get in a bad relationship or get out of it oh my god i'm never getting in a relationship again i'm not getting married again that sucked so we're going to be talking about that and trying to i'll try to give pointers and tips along with uh the two guests that will be joining me sunday night try to give insights to everybody else what's it take to sort of flip that script and a lot of this about tonight, about being a priority, that's going to aid in that process, okay? So thank you for listening again. Oh, and if you are a business owner out there or know somebody else out there, I'm always looking for advertisers for the show. So you can get a hold of me at, you know, greg at theartofrelationships.guru, G-U-R-U, or you can give me a buzz, give me a call, 586 212 Four one nine six, or even a private message on Facebook. Again, you you know you can check me out on Facebook under Greg Dzinski, D U D Z I N S K I, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you very much for joining me again. I appreciate the chats, all the feedback I get. Much love to everybody out there, and good luck. Being naked behind that party store chatter. I'm not going to mention your name. (laughs) Everybody take care. Be safe. Much love. Licensed relationship and sex counselor, Greg Dazinski's, also known as Master G, the art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.